Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Simpson. All right, this kick-ass music you're hearing right now comes from our week's featured artist. This is a band called Snake Eyes 7. Holy shit, is this awesome. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, really cool. It's another great band off the roster from our sponsor, High Volume Music. And I just got to say, after hearing this, thank God for High Volume Music. It's a tune called Show Me the Money, and for more information on this band, and I know you want it, it's going to be in today's show notes, as well as over at highvolmusic.com. That's H-I-G-H-V-O-L music.com. Very cool stuff, and that's what we do around here. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. I am Aaron Camaro. That's Chris Sinzak, and we're all about turning you guys on to good music. Yes. That's what we do. We're doing it well. My detailed description, yes. Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm excited to do this this week. This was your idea. We're taking them back to school. Yeah, and I got my pencil. Give me something. Give me to something right on. on, man. Sit down, Waldo. I am sitting down. You'll hear more about that particular song later. But uh, yeah, this was a cool idea though, because it's is it music in our schools month? Yeah, March, March is March is music in our schools month, and schools are weird nowadays man like music classes i found out are on the decline like they're not like when we were kids there was a music class you know you yeah, there was go one. there and you would <laughs> they teach you how to sing and and sometimes play instruments and there was other classes you could take in like middle school where you like learned about music and mm-hmm. i'm finding out that this along with physical education is kind of going away so we're gonna have our kids are gonna be fat and soulless yes we have to do something a bunch of overweight mathematicians. That's what America has to look forward to. Oh, good Lord. We need music in our schools. We seriously do. And March is Music in Our Schools Month. And we just want to encourage everybody, if you got kids, ask them, do you have a music class? You know, and if they don't, go down and knock on the store of the school and say, why? You know, and yeah. what can we do to get music back in our schools? And basically, you know, there's websites out there dedicated to this stuff, but really it's on a, you know, neighborhood level, you know, yeah. where you live and where your kids go to school or where your your brothers and sisters go to school or where maybe you go to school. You got to have music, man. Mm-hmm. The kids need to know. Yeah, so today we, uh, we're we going to play all songs and basically reference school and what yeah. you go through in school. and It's going to be fun. Of course, it'll be a little pol- politically incorrect, but that's the point. Right? <laughs> this is the Decibel Geek Podcast, after all. All right, so here's, let's see, what do we got this, what, what, what? no. What? Two weeks in a row? Sadly, yeah. No iTunes reviews? No iTunes reviews. Game over, man. No, no, no. We're not quitting the show. Game over. No. (laughs) Nobody loves us anymore. What's going on? I don't know. Why? Two weeks in a row. There's thousands of you that listen to this every week. And I think we have maybe a hundred and something 
iTunes reviews. I hope you guys know how much you're hurting us. You're really hurting us right now. Cue the Sarah McLaughlin song. Oh, Lord. Aaron, stop giving me those puppy dog eyes. I'm so sad. I've man. already written a review. I can't help us. Yes, I wrote my own review for my own show. Yeah? Did you give us... Oh, of course you gave us five stars. Two. (laughs) (laughs) One for each of us. Yeah. Well, son of a bitch. Well, we don't have no iTunes reviews. We're very heartbroken over that, but we do know that we're loved. Yes. Even though we don't have any iTunes reviews, we still feel the love. And who do we feel the love from? We feel the love from our Geeks of the Week. Yes. Geeks of the Week. If you want to be Geek of the Week, if you're new to the show, all you got to do is share on Facebook, retweet on Twitter, the previous week's episode. And last week, we had six songs Gary Corbett thinks you should hear. Thanks to Gary for coming on. Hell yeah, Gary Corbett. No complaints about his song list. No, no. I mean, yeah, I think we've perfected it now. Now we know how six songs has to go. Just like many other things throughout the the history of this podcast, we have Gary Corbett to thank for that. Yes. Anytime we're in a tough spot, Gary is coming back on the show. That's everybody. That's everyone (laughs) says, boy, I hope we're not leaving iTunes reviews now because if they're sad all the time, they're just going to bring Gary in every week. Right. No, please leave an iTunes review. If you haven't haven't gotten the hint by now, then I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, Geeks of the Week this week are Monty Monette. Rich Canamar, Ian Wiley, Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Derek yeah. Laba, PJ Brown, Matt Ashcraft, Joshua Toomey, Colin Francis. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yes, that listener's that, name was... Those were, that, those were tears coming out of his um, throat. Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Otto Erlen Gregerson, Andrew Jacobs. And, Andrew Jacobs put it in a bunch of places. Thank you, Nice. Andrew. That guy uh, rules. He does. Aaron Baker, Shane Abair, Mikhail Burrell, Robin Bennett, Joe Lascon, Andrew, Andrew Jacobs. See, he did it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> I made my list quick this week. Uh, Rock and Run Runyon, Greg McGlone, Joey Vancieri, Brent Walter, Jason Wood, Baco, Joseph C.M. Belly, Cal Hens, Wayne Cross, Mark Alden Taylor, Spicoli, Chad Pollock, Adam Cox, Trevor McDougal, Kevin Williams, Kenneth Roy, The Mooger Fugger, Ken Chase, Jesus Chrysler. Thanks, oh, Jesus. Right on. Pep Pep, Hoops, Derek Novak, Billy Hardcore, TJ Cullen, and Music Mags and Wax. Those are the geeks of the week, man. We love them. They love us, and they make us feel a little bit better about ourselves after not having any iTunes reviews. And thank you for that, because yeah. I don't know what we'd do. I'm not going to hang myself this week, thanks to all of you that thanks shared it. Thanks to the geeks problem. of the yeah. week, man. Next week's no hey, promises. but Let me tell you this. I was listening to some of that Jesus Chrysler. It's good stuff. It's damn good. We should play them on the show sometime. We definitely We're way should. overdue. Sorry. Yeah, Marco. for sure. It's, it's <laughs> too good not to. We're going to share that with everybody very soon. We'll find a way. We will. Why don't they have any songs about school? I, they might. I don't know. I'll have to check. <laughs> Lots of cool stuff going on in the world of Decibel Geek. You want to help us out, man? Just go to the website. It's as simple as that. You can just look around and find plenty of ways to help us out. You can check out all the awesome articles that are being written there. You know, there's there's ways to donate. There's ways to buy T-shirts. It'll, our Amazon links are there. VIP. It's all there. It's a VIP. You can become a VIP. You guys know all about that. The VIPs are getting the news shows. Yeah. yeah. You want to hear Chris and I reading the news that Drunk. matters? <laughs> The news that matters. Drunk. (laughs) It's all there. You can become a VIP. Another cool thing we got to tell you about is, of course, YouTube. Yeah, I'm talking about Decibel Geek TV. It's really, really hopping right now. Oh, man. There's tons of new content being added daily at this point. I mean, literally. There's all kinds of stuff being put up there. This past week's editions include the Monsters Rock Cruise video performances by Extreme, uh, DAD, and the Killer Dwarfs, and another Decibel Geek PSA. 
it might just save your life. It might. See, I'm not going to hang myself this week thanks to that PSA. Almost, yeah, I saw that shit and almost fell over a heart attack laughing so hard. <laughs> so it might hurt you too, so be careful. There's an interview on there right now, Baco conducted with James Castles of Asking Alexandria, and the enhanced video version of our conversation with Pixie Esmond from Last Christmas in July. One of our Holy most popular shit. episodes. Oh, man. And the video version is way better. Oh, yeah. There's all kinds of cool visuals and the pictures of Eric Carr's makeup tests and everything's on there. Maybe we should do a six songs with Pixie. Uh, look into it. We got to get she her back. She agreed to come back this, yeah? week, this year. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. She's so cool. So head on over to YouTube, search for Decibel Geek, and subscribe, yep. and you're going to get everything you need. And while you're in the subscription mood, Go over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review, Dan. That way, yeah, and for God's sakes, leave a review, please. But if you subscribe, you get the show no matter what day it comes out because we're not always consistent. You get it every week. Yes. But we like to surprise you on which day it is. Uh, That's Yes, that's the reason. (laughs) See, it's a surprise every week. You never know when it's going to hit. Unless you subscribe. And then, boom, that's there my, it is. My girlfriend, Morgan Fairchild, told me, yeah, that's that's the ticket. All right. Well, you ready to rock and roll and go back to school? I guess. All right, let's do it. I think I'll start out with a guy that I don't think gets enough credit for helping create the kind of music we love and possibly being the first ever guitar hero. Talk about Chuck Berry. Yeah. You can't deny Chuck Berry, right? Kind of invented rock and roll. Basically (laughs) did, you know, and when people talk about innovative guitar players, you know, everybody talks about like Jimi Hendrix and of course Eddie Van Halen, Tony Iommi, Ace Fraley, guys like that, but nobody ever seems to say Chuck Berry, but good God, look at the bands that have been created just because some kid picked up a guitar and learned how to play some Chuck Berry songs. True. And his influence goes on and on and on because whether it is that young kid in a garage with his buddies trying to bang out you know some chuck berry tune Uh, because by today's standards that stuff's pretty easy to learn how to play yeah but it's so rock and roll that it's the perfect place to start so like i'm saying so many influences throughout the years this is one of my very favorite chuck berry covers of all time you want to go back to school this is the way to do it from 1976 off the album tnt this one originally only came out in australia you had to be australia to hear this version of this song it's acdc with school days
rock and roll. That's true. Have you ever seen the Hail Hell Rock and Roll movie? No, I don't think it's so. It's the Chuck Berry movie where he has all these special rock stars like guest with him and play yeah. live with him. This is one of the most <laughs> honest music documentaries you'll ever see because Chuck Berry, while incredibly influential, incredibly creative and revolutionary for his time, is a gigantic prick. Really? <laughs> and, and, and the, most, really? Yeah, and most of the movie is Chuck Berry just being a complete asshole to everyone that's playing with him. Wow. And if you know the story about him, um, and I interviewed this, let me divert a little bit here. Uh-huh. I, I interviewed um, a guy named Paul Sedoti back uh, years ago. And it, Paul now, he's he used to be Kiss's merchandise manager on Psycho Circus Tour. And he was a session player and played like in like classic rock bands and stuff. Um, now he is Taylor Swift's lead guitar player. Okay. And he's making a hell of a living. Yeah, I'd but say. I interviewed him years ago at the uh, ASCAP building here in Nashville. And he had some great stories, but he would talk about Chuck Berry because like he did did all the you know the back in the 90s i don't know if you remember this they had they would have kind of they would redo like they did in the 50s and 60s and do like caravan of stars tours right sure where you would have these old 50s and 60s acts like you know you'd have 10 of them play at an outdoor festival right on paul was like the house band one of the house band members for a lot of these shows okay played with the raspberries also for a while so chuck berry was always on these bills and and paul would just talk about how chuck berry would come in and didn't want to rehearse just he would you know, call ahead to the promoter. The promoter had to do everything to the note that Chuck Berry wanted. Yeah. And if you fucked up one item, he wouldn't play and he'd get his guarantee. Wow. And he's like, Chuck Berry is a tight motherfucker and um, is not afraid to tell you what is what. And, I'm mother Chuck and yeah, Berry. And didn't want anyone even making eye contact with him. Just wow. Like he, Chuck Berry was the first rock and roll diva ever. Boy, I guess. And yeah, he's like, he'd show up with his guitar and he'd walk on stage and he would expect you to have everything down. And if, sure. And if you fucked up, you were going to hear about it. Well, you got to think about that. Guys like that, you know, think about the story like Dick Wagner told us about playing Jerry with Lee Jerry Lewis. Lee Lewis. <laughs> How that guy would just come tearing up in his yep. car and be like, let's and rock and roll. You know, you guys better have your shit it's together because I'm ready to kick some ass. It's an old you know? school musician's ethic, you know. It's, I like it. Yeah, and it's very much... You had the ego and you put it to use. And like Chuck it. Berry was the first rock star. He really was. In a lot of ways, yeah, for so, sure. You know, I'm, that's a good pick in ACDC, of course. Can't go wrong with ACDC yeah. ever. Yeah, of course, we just heard about them in the news. We'll talk about them in our VIP thing in the news segment. Ah, uh, yes. If you're a VIP, you will get to hear that. So talk about how if they're going If you're not, going you're going to miss it. How they're going to replace Brian Johnson. Oh, boy. All right, we'll talk about that in the VIP. With Paul Stanley. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, no. Okay. All right, so my first pick, I started, you know, and I initially had trouble picking songs for this because I thought it was like this will be a breeze, but then if you if you're gonna be literal and just pick up the title school or the title teacher, uh-huh. you're a little limited. I mean, there's a lot really of pop limited. stuff with those words, but not a lot of hard rock or anything that right. that fits in our category. Like once metalheads get out of school, they don't look back. Right. So uh, here we go. My first pick: Daniel John Dan Baird. Born December 12, 1953, San Diego, California, but grew up in Georgia and fronted the Georgia Satellites. That's how most people know it. Right, sure. Um, and uh, But in 1990, you know, of course, Georgia Satellites, if you don't remember, have had a song called Keep Your Hands to Yourself that was yeah. a massive hit. And in 1990, he decided to do a solo career. And uh, he's often credited as a pioneer in cowpunk and alt-country music, which combines elements of rock, country, outlaw country, and punk rock. And uh, Kind of like D.A.D. Yeah, kind of. And in 1992, he put out an album called Love Songs for the Hearing Impaired. 
And the album is produced by Brendan O'Brien and executive produced by Rick Rubin, which means Brendan O'Brien produced and Rick Rubin came in and stared and nodded his head and then walked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looks good here, guys. Yeah, that's Keep right. up the great work. This tune peaked at number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100, and it celebrates the proper use of punctuation, and it's called I Love You, Period.
haven't heard that in forever. It's a fun little song. It is a fun song. It's definitely not the heaviest thing we've ever played no, here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. It's got a good little swing to it. It definitely does. You can't not... Good guitar playing, too. You can't say you hate that song. No. Because even if you're the most metal of metal and your heart is black and has icicles hanging off it... Yeah. That song is very cool. And it's not to be confused with the other song, I Love Your Period. Which, <laughs> which That song I fucking hate. That's a Gene Simmons song. <laughs> Nasty. A real man loves his woman every week of the month. <laughs> Sorry, bad joke. Yoach. All right, your turn. All right, well, you've kind of opened it up for me now because, you know, since you're going a little bit lighter than on the southern rock side of things a little bit, I think I will too. Now, I want to play a band that also, like Dan Baird, we've never played on the Decibel Geek podcast before yeah, and right. probably have never even talked about, but a lot of people love them, and I'm talking about 38 Special. They've had 12 studio albums between 1977 and 2004. Of course, they're best known for the songs Rockin' Into the Night, Caught Up in You, and Hold On Loosely. Everybody knows those. When they started out in the 70s, they were heavily influenced by the Allman Brothers and Leonard Skinnerd. And of course, you know, founding guitarist and vocalist Donnie Van Zant is, after all, the younger brother of Skinner's Ronnie Van Zant. They changed their, their sound in the 80s because, you know, times were changing and you had to get a little bit poppier. And they actually enjoyed quite a career resurgence with the help of outside writers and a more commercial style. In 1984, they appeared on the soundtrack for the movie Teachers. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. That's a damn good movie. The film is a dark comedy about a dysfunctional high school starring Nick Nolte, Judd Hirsch, Ralph Macchio, and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it's from the 80s. It's a great movie. Star-studded soundtrack including bands like ZZ Top, Night Ranger, and even Freddie Mercury solo. And even future Mr. Big vocalist Mr. Uh, Mr. Eric Martin. No kidding. Yeah, he's on there too. But the lead track and probably the most notable song from the soundtrack was this one from 38 Special, 1984, Teacher Soundtrack. And this one's called Teacher, Teacher.
heard that song before. Really? Yep. I remember, I think I remember when it came out, but I hadn't thought about it for a while. And like I said, I was doing the research, trying to find cool songs to fit in with our theme. And I was like, man, this ain't bad. Yeah. And we've never played 38 Special, so let's do it. And that band's still around and doing it, but uh, have a different name now. What are, they, what are they called? Well, now? you know, with, with politics and things the way they are with oh. gun control, they're now called Water Pistol. Water Pistol. Yeah. That's way more acceptable and yeah. a lot less dangerous. That's true. They yeah. actually... <laughs> they're feeling the burn right now. Obama's trying to take our bands! All right, let's, let's stop getting political. <laughs> Obama's <laughs> trying to end all the Southern <laughs> rock bands. Next thing you know, there'll be no old Dixie. Yeah. And now for something completely different. All right, so... My next pick, I picked something from Velvet Revolver, which we haven't played much of on the show either. No, I don't think so. And uh, 1997, they released their second studio album called Libertad. It debuted at number five on the Billboard chart, selling 92,000 copies its first week and would wind up being their last album. Because wow. it just, well, we know why. Um, yeah, it's sad. And, uh, but this tune reflects a growing trend in today's society. Hot teachers banging male students. There has been a lot of that going on in the news lately. What the hell? I see, every time I see that, I think, where were these teachers when I was in high school? I was born in the wrong decade. I mean, sure, you hear about bad dude teachers doing bad things all yeah. the time, but here lately, there's it's been a... always hot It's been a teachers. good string of hot teachers. I had a teacher in high school that was hot. I flirted with her all the time. Nothing. Mm. I didn't Nothing. have any hot teachers. Most of mine looked like fucking Paula Deen. Yeah, yeah, most of them do. Yeah. But man, yeah, we missed out on something. This going in a weird direction. All right. <laughs> this is Velvet Revolver with Just 16. Yeah. 
Let's let's not think about the hot teachers. Provocative lyrics in that tune. Yeah. yeah. Beard of Scott Weiland. You know, he's gone. Yeah. Sad. That is sad. Well, let's keep rocking. Yeah. We always have the music. That's a good thing. That's true. In 1989, Ace Frehley released his highly anticipated fourth full-length studio album, if you count the 78 solo, which I do. Uh, this would be his first album since his 1987 return to not appear under the Fraley's Comet name. Todd Howarth is gone, but Anton Fig is back. Richie Scarlett, who was an original member of the unsigned version of Fraley's Comet, also yep. returns to the band. And John Regan stays right where he belongs, in a band with Ace Fraley. Or at least playing some Fraley's Comet tunes. Yep. Any word on that? Any word on that 4 by fate? Oh, I talked to John on Facebook the other day, and he said they will have a lot of news soon. Right on. That's good. I'm really looking exci- looking forward to that. I'm excited for it. Me too. Um, Eddie Kramer's brought in to produce. So this is this is good. These things are all very, very good. And this album even features contributions by the Catman, Peter Chris, as well as Rachel Bowen, Sebastian Bach, and Snake Sabo from Skid Row laying down some background vocals on a great tune called Back to School.
Thoughts with David Lee Roth. I think I bring the sense of humor to Van Halen. The Van Halens have really no sense of humor. Hi, this is Mr. Brownstone. And when I'm not dancing with the members of Guns N' Roses, I'm listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast. There you have it. More great music there from this week's featured artist, Snake Eyes 7. Man, I dig it, man. I dig it a lot. You guys dig it too, I'm sure. So go on over to highvolumemusic.com, H-I-G-H-V-O-L music.com. Check it out for yourself because not only are you going to get in turned on to that Snake Eyes 7, but there's a ton of great artists yeah. over there at that website, and this, this, these people are our people. Yeah, and we had a number of people that enjoyed the uh, Outlaws and Moonshine stuff we yeah. played on last week's show, Yeah, too. that was super cool. So, yeah. These guys have Good not response. given us a dud yet. No, I've enjoyed every single yeah. one of them, and not just because they're a sponsor. I mean, I like it's all stuff we that we would be happy to play for you anyway. So the people over at High Volume Music, they know yeah. what's going on. They know what we're into, and that's the reason why they wanted to partner up with the Decibel that's Geek true. Podcast. It works both ways. You know, we're we're helping those guys break the news of the bands they yeah. have, and they're helping us by giving us bands to tell you guys about that are actually damn worthwhile Absolutely. in this day's age. New bands. Yeah. New rock and roll bands. Now, that Polka label that signed on for next month, I, that, that's <laughs> going to be a bit of a struggle, but... Hang in there with us, guys. They're paying us good, man. Yeah, I promise it'll be okay. We're going to be like, oh, man, this new polka band is so great. Yes. No, we don't do that. We only bring in sponsors that you guys can benefit from knowing. Yes, that's true. That's the way it goes. Comes from the heart. Exactly. And if you want to help us out, go over to highvolmusic.com. Let them know that you heard it here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. When you go to Snake Eyes 7 Facebook page and you like them, Take the time to let them know you heard about it on the Decibel Geek podcast. Please do. Do that. That helps us, too. There's a lot of ways you guys can help us, even if you don't want to leave us iTunes reviews, <laughs> which for some reason you don't, and I don't know why. Here's a tissue. It's gonna be Thank okay. you to the guys that actually do leave us iTunes we reviews, appreciate by the way. It. We, really we love you more than <laughs> We love you more than everybody else that doesn't leave us one. You want to be one of the loved... Leave us an iTunes review, please. Please. There's another way you can help us. Oh, yeah, of course. If you're going to decibelgeek.com, which you're going there anyway because you're checking out all the great photos from the Monsters Rock cruise. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, you're we there. seven staff members on the cruise. You're there anyway. Next year we have to go. And some of that even got in a little trouble on the boat. But <laughs> we'll leave that story for them to tell you. So keep your eyes open on the that's a website. Story. Oh, man, that's too funny. Yeah. Kudos to you guys, the writers that are out there doing it for us and putting all these great pictures and articles and reviews That's and interviews. Stuff. And I just got to take a minute to say to the writers, man, you guys are kicking You're ass. Killing it. You guys are fucking killing it. And we love you so much. Keep up the great work. And the couple of you that are slacking, step it up. <laughs> Start writing something. Step it up because because guys like the Meister and Baco are leaving you in the dust. Yes. So step it up. And Adam Cox is killing it. Too. Adam Cox Lots is killing it right now, man. Great job. And Rock and Ron Runyon over at Decibel Geek TV. A lot of people doing a lot of good stuff for Decibel Geek. All just for the love of it, too. It almost makes me forget that we haven't had any iTunes reviews in two weeks. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) But if you're over at DecibelGeek.com. I wonder if this is a bit or not. (laughs) (laughs) It's begging. 
So if you're over at decibelgeek.com anyway and you're checking out all that great stuff, a simple thing to do is look at the top of our page. Bam, there's our Amazon link. Yeah. Click on that bad boy when you're doing your Amazon shopping because, hey, you need that new Snake Eyes 7 album. Yeah. And you need ACDC. And you need Ace Frehley. And you need all these great bands we've played today. So go to Amazon, buy the music, do it through our website because once you click on that link, it takes you there. Yes. Now, whatever you buy, you do not pay not a single penny more nope. than you would if you just skip past us to go to Amazon by going through us that tells them that we sent you there Mm -hmm. and they say well that's worth it to us so now we're going to take what we've earned off it Amazon and they're going to take a piece of their money and give it to us why because Amazon is fucking metal good god yeah that's true and they also send us a cool list of what you bought and we like that very, very much. So we're going to read some of the cool things. That were, there's a lot of cool stuff bought this week. Yeah? Awesome. Okay. So uh, for the past week, some of the notable purchases, a Planar 24-inch widescreen LCD monitor was bought. An iPad Air 2 keyboard and case was bought. Impractical Jokers Season 3 DVD was bought. That's oh, right on. Show. That is a fun show. Aaron's Wisconsin roots are going to have a problem with this. Louisville vegan jerky was purchased. Vegan jerky? Yeah. Well, as long as they're buying it through the link, I don't care. Each to their own. If you bought that (laughs) vegan jerky and you leave an iTunes review, all will be forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks for buying it anyway. Be like, I love the Decibel Geek podcast and vegan jerky. And Five stars. Drummers listen to the show. A pasty PST5 medium crash symbol was bought. Right on. And Coral Video Studio Ultimate X8 was bought. Somebody's doing some video editing. And uh, our most fun part to read, the music that was bought this week. Yeah, this tells us we're doing our jobs. Uh, MP3 downloads, David Lee Roth, Eat and Smile. You have to right have on. that. Heck Te- yeah. Tesla Mechanical Resonance was bought. That's a fucking awesome album. Cheap Trick, The House is Rocking with Domestic Problems and Writing on the Wall was purchased. Cool. Symphony X5, the new mythology suite, was bought. Wow, nice. And then albums Led Zeppelin Presence Deluxe Edition 2 CD was purchased. Sweet. Nice. And this is something I want. UFO, the complete studio albums collection, 1974 to 86 box set was bought. Oh, wow. Box set of UFO albums. That's cool. That's really cool. I like that a lot. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for helping us out. Even if you didn't leave us iTunes, please. <laughs> you still did your shopping through Amazon, and we love you for it. Guys, somebody leave a review this week, or I'm going to have to listen to this for two weeks problems. in a row. There's right. going to be serious, <laughs> serious problems next week. I find myself today swearing more than than I usually do. Yeah, I do. know. What the fuck? I've been dropping the F-bomb <laughs> left and right. I'm, I'm not right. I'm not feeling right right yeah. now about all this. He's got to get his chi in the right place, so leave a damn review. Ooh, my yin is all out of yang. <laughs> all right. So well, what kind of student were you? Were you a good student in school? Until I started playing in a band. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I, I was... I was, a, I was actually a really good student for years, and I played sports for a long time. And once I once it was around my junior year that I quit playing football and baseball, and started playing in a rock band, and started drew, doing drugs and drinking. Yeah. And my grades went to the fucking tank. Ah. And uh, yeah, I barely, I barely finished high school. And uh, yeah, so rock and roll kind of ruined my grades. Yeah, me too a little bit. I mean, when I was, I was never a straight A student. You I know. was for a long time. But when I got into high school, like everything changed at that point because like we'd meet up at school and my friends would skip. Yeah. What did they call call your group when you were in, like when you were long-haired rocker, um, skipping class and smoking cigarettes? Did you guys have a name for that kind of person? Burnouts. Usually. They called us skids. Skids. And that was even before Skid Row. 
So then when Skid Row came out, we really freaking loved it. I think burnout was the most common thing that we were referred to as, yeah. or losers, or yeah. See, but see, I was, I was I was just the long-haired skid out smoking cigarettes in the park and skipping class. But I was kind of stuck in the middle because I'd be out skipping with my friends and having a beer or smoking a joint. Right. And then I'd look at my clock and say, hey, I got to go. Right. And they say, where are you going? Well, I got this class I got to go to. And they'd right. be like, what? You just skipped second, first, and third period. Why would you go back for fourth? <clears throat> and I'd say, well, you know, it's journalism class and the teacher's really cool. And I like that class. Right. You know, so my report card was like, D F D A D A D D A. So the stuff you, know? you liked. You didn't so the find stuff them. I liked, I was scoring easy A's in. Right. So then fi- finally one day I get called down to the office. I got a vice principal down there named Mr. Larson, and he was a decent guy, but I was such a pain in the ass. I'm sure he hated my guts. <laughs> and he calls me and he says, Hey, do you have a birthday recently? I was like, Yeah, man, I just turned 18 yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, is that right? Pack up your shit and get out of here. What? That's what I said. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. And he's like, where were you yesterday? I was like, here? Uh-huh. He's like, no. <laughs> I said, yeah, I was here. You can ask my journalism teacher. You can ask my art teacher, you know? <laughs> the two classes I went right, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he's like, I don't think so. You're 18. You're out of here. I said, come on now, man. Oh. Let's not be crazy here. My parents are going to kill me. Right. You know, and he's like, I don't care. You should have thought about that before. So now, oh. I, I mean, I got my driver's license. So I go to my art teacher and I say, hey, I got some bad news. I just got kicked out of school. She's like, whoa, for what? And I said, well, for being a constant truant. <laughs> and she goes, no, I'll go down there right now. I'll tell them you're in my class every day. And I said, well, just because I'm in your class every <laughs> doesn't day mean doesn't mean ones. I'm in any of these <laughs> other important classes, you know? And she was heartbroken Aww. because I had an art scholarship. And they Aww, weren't going to tell me. My parents weren't going to tell me. It was going to be a surprise. They had already gone through it. the process of finding me an apartment and stuff because oh. one of my parents' friends, their kid went to art school, and he was about to be done with it, and his apartment was coming open, and they were just going to slide me right in. It was going to be this all beautiful surprise. And that was blown. Surprise. This is so sad. Yeah. Well, so then what I did was I thought my parents were going to fucking kill me. So then I went down to the technical college and signed up for to get my GED. Yeah. I thought, I got to do something. They're oh, going yeah. to kill me, you know? You have to show that so, you're making an effort. Yeah, so I got the GED <laughs> while my parents still think I'm going to regular high school. Right. I'm driving down to another city to do that. And so then I get my GED, and they say, well, you want your HSCD? And I said, well, what's that? And it's like high school equivalency diploma. I was like, yeah, whatever. What do you got to do? So take two more tests. Uh-huh. So one was an essay, and one was like a health test. Okay. And so I took them both and passed them. Right. So then I went back to my parents and said, hey, I got some good news, and I got some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, get a job yeah you know so that's that's how my schooling kind of ended up but i did get to go back to the high school and say how would you like to say hello to your first graduate in 1994 mr larson he's like that's great get the fuck out of here oh he wasn't amused huh? no he was i think he was impressed but still i had no business being there back in the school he's like get out of here so that's a little taste of kind of what you get at the chris and aaron show yeah, that is true. And if that story and depressed you, then leave Aaron an iTunes review so he'll feel better. That's right. I could have been something. Could if have been only, a contender. If only they'd have gave me more iTunes reviews. Here's an album that came out in 1999. This is one of those sweet albums that used to come out in the 90s that was a tribute to an awesome band loaded full of awesome artists. And there's a lot of those out there. You know, Spitfire did a bunch of them. Oh, wow. um, Metal Blade did some. Um, let's see, who does this one? This is from... 
I can't even read it. We need a better light in here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the little guitarist tribute to Van Halen. I mean, and even the cover says it right here. Appearances by Doug Ulrich, uh, Reb Beach, Brad Gillis, uh, Jakey Lee, George Lynch, Ingve Melmstein's on here. Mm. The list goes on and on. And, you know, if we're doing a show about school, we're kind of obligated to do Hot for Teacher, But right? I'm glad you're putting a different spin on it. Well, yeah, because I think You've at this point... You've heard the Van Halen version everybody's, a everybody's heard the Van great, Halen though. version a million times, and if you hadn't, good fuck. Get out from underneath the Amazon. rock you're under and go to decibelgeek.com, <laughs> go to Amazon link, go to Amazon, get 1984, Please. and enjoy it. Yeah. But in the meantime... Man, talk about a super group right here. This is Bruce Kulick teaming up with Tony Franklin, teaming up with Greg Bissonette, teaming up with our buddy John Karabi on lead vocals, and it is Hot for Teacher.
song is slow. I don't feel tardy. Gotta love that, huh? Of course. John Crabby's fucking awesome. Always. Bruce Kulick's fucking awesome. These guys, man. I was listening to these them. guys. Man, that band is so, so much better than what they had, man. Yeah, it's sad, man. It was just great songs. Oh, and and their contemporaries at the time musically, Union blows a good portion of them oh, away. Totally. Like at that time, the bands that were on top and making the money really couldn't hold a candle to what Union was doing musically. They were an impressive band that just did not get a fair shake. But then Union's playing muddy fairgrounds in little towns in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. It's it's a heartbreaking thing. But, you know, John Crabby's out there. He's doing good. Bruce Kulick's doing good. Those oh, guys yeah. are doing they all, all right survive. for themselves. Brent Fitz, uh, yeah, he's, he's doing going on to good big things, himself. too. Yeah. Very Jamie cool. Hunting, I don't know what the hell happened to him. He's doing whatever I'm he sure wants. I'm sure he's fine. I'm All sure right. he's fine. So, uh, and if not, he should leave us an iTunes review and let us yeah, know please, he's okay. Yeah, please, Jamie, leave us an iTunes review. <laughs> Jesus. We just mentioned Five you. stars. Yes. I'm okay. All right, so for my next pick, I want to play something by Extreme from their debut studio album that came out in 1989. Extreme from the Boston area. This album sold around 300,000. The breakthrough success would come on the next album, Porno Graffiti, produced by Michael Wagner. Hell yeah. Um... This song echoes the sentiment of pretty much everyone that ever went through school and features background vocals from the Lollipop Kids. Wow. Don't ask. This is a song called Mother Don't Want to Go to School Today. Mother don't want to go to school today. I think I'd rather go outside and play. Yeah. They keep calling asking me if I
cool, man. You gotta love that. It's kind of a glam metal extreme. It's cool, man. I always love that song. Oh, me too, especially when I was a kid it's a fun in tune. school. Yeah, and they also really had another song called Kid reason. Ego on the album. Yeah. There's a lot of like childhood themes on that record. Yeah, because they were young guys when it came out. You yeah. know, They knew what it was like and how school sucked for rock and rollers. That's true. We, all we want to do is go out and cut class and space the hedge out. <laughs> space our heads out? Space our heads out. Something like that. We called it fun. All right. Um, I'm going to go again because I put the songs in the out wrong Why don't you order. go ahead and go again? You're on a roll, man. Yeah, I'm on a roll. Just keep going. You're okay. doing great. How about we play something by Wasp? See, that's why I let you go twice. Yeah. They put their debut album out in August of 1984. This song was written by Blackie Lawless. Describes how many of us felt while counting the minutes until we were out of school. Some of the lyrics are, A textbook madhouse, 12 years, I'm in a rage. I'm here in a rage, a juvenile's jail, and I'm locked here up in their cage. This song is called School Days.
That about sums it up, huh? Yeah. Can you imagine being Blackie Lawless's teacher? Oh, God, no. Oh, man. That'd be a scary proposition. Unless you were a hot chick. Well, then she was banging. Then she'd be banging them. Yeah, of of course. course she'd be banging them. Especially if it was today. See, that, maybe that's what it is. The kids that are getting screwed by their hot teachers are the Blackie Lawlesses of tomorrow. I guess I wasn't a Blackie Lawless. For the love of God, let's keep music in our schools. <laughs> <laughs> so teenage boys can have sex. <laughs> All right, I've done two in a row, so you get to go. Now. Okay, I'm going to do one. This is, I think you guys are going to enjoy <laughs> this. I dug a little deep for this, and I think it's really cool, and I think you're going to like it. So let me tell you about a band called Kick Tracy. This is a band that was formed in the suburbs of Los Angeles by little kids that looked up to bands like Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses, and they were a late addition to a rock scene that had already seen its peak. Perspective-wise, other bands forming around the same time, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. You've heard of them. Most people probably have not heard of Kick Tracy. These guys became a staple of the Sunset Strip in the late 80s, and they built a reputation as a band that had what it took to rival the popularity of some of their predecessors. They were eventually signed by RCA Records, who was willing to put a lot behind them. They were even managed by Sharon Osbourne. Huh? No kidding. Yeah. And RCA was willing to hire Bob Ezrin to produce their debut album. Ezrin wanted to do it, but he was booked up. So he recommends Dana Strum. Mm. You ever heard of him? Yep. Yeah, everybody knows Dana Strum around here. And he comes in to produce their debut album, No Rules, which is released in 1991. Mm-hmm. Kind of a tough time for a band like this. The choice of Dana caused issues with the record company, <laughs> band management, and even within the band itself. Dana's a divisive character. Yeah, for sure. Sharon is replaced by Dana's management, and members of the bands even quit. Mm. But they go ahead with Dana anyway. Dana, of course, best known for producing Slaughter albums, delivers a polished album in the style of many other popular bands of the time. And it would later be said that it's not a great representation of the band's actual sound. Mm. So they end up in 1992 releasing an EP that's got a more like a more of a raw sound to it. You mm. know, it's not over polished and overproduced like their debut is and this to me is some really really fantastic and some highly underrated and really overlooked stuff. So if you get a chance to check it out, in 1992 they came out with the EP called Field Trip. Right after they released that EP in 92 they break up, but fortunately they left us some great music. So check this out. From 92, this is Kick Tracy and the tune's called Field Trip.
Pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, it's cool. that's a band like I haven't heard them in so long. We play Kick Tracy when no one else will. Yeah, I don't think you're hearing that anywhere else. Nowhere. I would hope not. Just with us. But yeah, that's... That's why we have earned that iTunes review you're about to write us. <laughs> we have earned that shit. Kick Tracy helped us earn it. I like it, man. That's some really good stuff, especially cool. that 92 EP. You know what? Maybe it's time for a reunion, if possible, with these guys. You never know. I don't know if they're all still around anymore, but hey, why not? You know, now's the time to do it. People accept this music again. It would be cool to see. Our people. The Decibel Geeks, they accept the Kick Tracy, and they're ready for some new stuff. I would listen or to Or even it. a tour. Why not? Do it. So we got one more. Uh, what are we going to say on the way out here? Uh, I don't know. How about leave us a fucking iTunes review? <laughs> you walked me right into that one. <laughs> wow. But also, please... Know that we appreciate the ones of you that have left we us really reviews. Do. We really, really do. For as as maligned as we are, as as, as crazy maligned as, as you are, as crazy as it makes us, it's not just me. You're the one burping up tears over there. I'm taking it in stride. But uh, we we really appreciate everybody that does help us out. Whether it's you know just just. You know, being a geek of the week, sharing yes. and retweeting, whether it's, you know, going to uh, YouTube and subscribing to Decibel Geek TV, that means a lot to us. Whether it's buying a t shirt and probably wearing it to concerts, you know, you got to have that. Um, you know, going to Amazon, buying your rock and roll through the Decibel Geek podcast. You know, it's funny and we joke about it. And, you know, the iTunes reviews really do mean a lot to us. They do. If right. you can't tell. <laughs> oh, they can tell. My life is not the same without it. Some people pay for therapy to feel better. Right. We, we can't afford it. We so can't we need an it. iTunes review. We need review. these <laughs> iTunes reviews, people. We need them. Help. Help us, please. All right. So this has been, uh, in between the tears, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, talking about school stuff. And uh, I'm glad we picked this theme because it's led to an interesting mix of tunes. And uh, I'm going to play something on the way out that's definitely different than everything we've played today. And uh, there was a band that was around in the early to mid-90s. They were considered a grunge band, but they just didn't take off like a lot of the other ones did. I'm talking about a band called Greta. And they put out an album in 1993. It was their debut album called No Biting. The original drummer was Brad Wilk, who would wind up playing with Rage Against the Machine and yeah, also played on Black, Black Sabbath's Sabbath. 13 album. Yeah. Um, he left the band before this album even came out. Like He was part of them before they on their way up. Uh, their only real fame that this band achieved is uh, was by being mocked by Beavis and Butthead on their show because singer Paul Plagens would wear a dress. And it wasn't just for the video. He wore a dress all the time. It wasn't a kilt. No. And Th basically, this isn't Kurt Cobain. It's not Chips Enough. It's not. Um, but uh, Chips Enough tucks his in and makes it into a tank top. That's a funny story. <laughs> but uh, if you ever wondered what Rush would have sounded like as a grunge band, wonder no more. Because uh -oh. this is Greta with a song called School on Fire, and we'll see you next week. See you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 